Hello, this is Dr. Emmett Miller. Today I'm going to share a little bit more about selective awareness, meditation, mindfulness, and in addition, introduce you to another application of selective awareness, the use of positive affirmations. Dealing with people's crises is part of my job. And after 50 years of experience, I have become convinced that every crisis presents both danger and opportunity. Even though the opportunity is usually not as clear as the danger, the trick is to have tools to stay calm, withstand the danger, see the opportunity, and seize it. Can you believe that? I believe it. And that's part of what makes it work. Through the years, I found that if, in fact, something exists, I'll be much more likely to discover it if I believe it can exist than if I don't believe it exists. Think about it. So if you really want to find a way to conquer your fear, you must begin by believing that it is possible for you to conquer your fear and that you have the tools within your mind to replace it with relaxation and confidence. The act of believing is a behavior of your mind, and since your mind belongs to you, you have the power to modify your beliefs and convert them to beliefs that will best serve you. Remember, as Henry Ford once said, whether you believe you can do a thing or not, you are right. Believing you cannot help yourself simply creates a mental filter that blocks you from seeing that you actually can. Emotions are behaviors too, internal behaviors. And fear is simply the result of a behavior of your monkey mind, your limbic system, and the guided imagery meditation you've been practicing is the first step in learning how to bring the behaviors of these lower centers of your mind under your conscious control. And now I want to talk about how to overcome negative bias. Our human brain has a naturally occurring negative bias. This is especially true for people who find that fear is often a problem in their lives. Fear blocks them from seeing and achieving goals that would serve their true interests. Now, this negative bias was of enormous value 500,000 years ago. If you saw something in the dim light of the evening that might be a coiled-up rope or a poisonous snake, you'd better assume that it's a snake and proceed cautiously. By over-focusing on the negative, the limbic system actually puts up a filter that makes positive things invisible and amplifies the negatives, thinking that it's saving your life. The fears we have range from fear of eating, speaking, being judged by others, fear of failure, fear of snakes, flying, open spaces, heights, needles, dogs, enclosed spaces, death, and many more. As you're probably well aware, 
people who suffer from these fears and the limitations they produce on their lives know that these things are not nearly as dangerous as their fear would imply, yet they seem to be incapable of overcoming them. This is because the monkey mind that has been trained to be fearful is driving the bus instead of your higher mind that should be in charge. Even if you sometimes feel helpless, you're not actually helpless. You have the power to markedly reduce and then completely overcome the fear reaction. Fear is the result of the stress and tension in your limbic system. And just as you can relax away the tension in your body, you can relax away the fear reaction in your emotions when you know how. The tools of selective awareness and mindfulness are excellent for this purpose. When I wrote my first book back in 1973, I gave it the title of Selective Awareness. Selective Awareness was the name that I had given to the mental tool that we all possess, a tool that we can learn to use to enable us to focus our attention on one specific thing by deciding to do so, by intending to do so. By training your selective awareness, you'll be training a particular part of your mind, a part that is centered in the prefrontal part of your cortex, the part located just behind your forehead. In other words, you'll be rewiring part of your brain, the part that chooses what to focus on and what to ignore. You will be training it with your conscious, alert, wise mind to drop the old filters of fear and anxiety and to use a new filter. You will teach this part of your brain to choose to focus on certain kinds of information, information that will guide you towards achieving the things you really want, and you will teach it to ignore the stimuli that are not really dangerous. Goals will present themselves along the way, as well as exciting challenges. Now you've experienced selective awareness and mindfulness as it is used in creating deep relaxation and guided imagery in the ocean beach meditation. Now we're going to look at their use in a different form, that of affirmations, and we will practice using them for self-awareness. In the forecourt of the Temple of Apollo at Delphi, where the mystic oracle held court, were inscribed the words, Know Thyself. That advice was as wise then as it is now. In our world of high-speed communication and constant interruptions and demands, we find ourselves very distracted. We often lose track of ourselves. A very important step in self-transformation is discovering who you really are. It's time to remember that you are not a mistake and your life is not meaningless. Although with all that distraction, you probably spend far too little time discovering and staying in touch with who you really are, what your values are, and what is your life's purpose?
What has real meaning to you? My 50 years of experience in guiding people deeply into themselves has convinced me that each of us is a jewel, like a brilliant diamond with many sparkling facets, each reflecting one of our gifts, talents, skills, or subpersonalities. Each of us is a diamond, but life has dirtied us. Imagine a beautiful diamond that has been dipped in filth and manure. Now when you look at it, you don't see the brilliance. What you see is the filth on its surface. It looks like a little ball of manure. That happens to each of us as we suffer the punishment, abuse, and abandonment at the hands of unskilled caregivers and a brutal society. So when we look in the mirror, we see the scars and dirt on our surface. We're embarrassed, and we disapprove of ourselves. And so we paint nail polish on that mud-covered diamond to hide the ugliness that we now believe ourselves to be. That's what we do to ourselves. We hide ourselves behind a persona, a false personality that we think will make others approve of us, accept us. We put on makeup and the make-believe smile and try to protect ourselves from the things we've been trained to be afraid of. This works fine for a while, but the nail polish cracks and chips and we see the filth oozing out, so we quickly apply another layer of nail polish to hide what we think is a defect in ourselves. Then one day we meet someone, or read a book, or hear some words that resonate with the diamond we really are down deep inside. Slowly, that deeper self begins to awaken. I am not dirt. I'm a diamond. I'm not manure. I'm a jewel. I don't have to hide myself. I'm confident. I'm proud of who I am. That deeper self within begins to gain more power, and soon it expands and breaks through the layers of nail polish, shakes off the false personalities, shakes off the filth, and is free to reveal its true rainbows of radiance. You may choose to let this be that day for you.